Hello. Welcome to Reach, a podcast produced by WEC Australia that invites people who are actively sharing their faith in Christ to share their own story. Some share their faith within their own culture, in their own home country. Some are living in other countries where they do this across cultures. I'm your host, Richard Jenner, and with me today, we have Chris Jenner. Hi, Chris. How are you doing today? I'm good, thanks. Thanks for asking. That's great. I, I must admit that it, I'm re- I've really looked forward to doing this uh, little interview. Uh, Chris is my son and uh, still lives in our house. Exactly, yes. Um, in Sydney, in Strathfield. And uh, Chris, can you introduce yourself? Yes. Well, my name's Chris, Christopher Jenner. Um, I currently work as a wedding photographer and spend a lot of time serving at my church, which is in Sydney. It's called River's Edge Church. Very good. I've been to your church a few times. Yeah, what did you think? It was great. It was great. Lots of <laughs> lots of loud music, which That's I it. like. Which I like. You like that stuff. <laughs> How old are you, Chris? I'm 25. And you've done, you've been to university? Yes. So I studied marketing and media at university, um, which essentially was a great degree exploring both business and creativity. So media forms like photo, video, podcasting, all of that. So yeah, it was great. great So who knows where your life may lead? Yes, that's the question. (laughs) Always. That is the the question. (laughs) But hey, you've got a great, a great story, as does everyone. Uh, can you just share a bit about where you were born, where you were brought up? And uh, yeah, let, let's just go from there. Yeah, absolutely. So I was actually born on the mission field because my parents were both missionaries. So I was born in Fakesadugu, which is... Fakesadugu. I still can't say. As you can see, I'm quite Australian. <laughs> where um, is that? It is in Africa. Um on the east coast, west, west coast, west coast. West very coast. good. You'll have to visit and one day. I'd love to visit. I haven't uh, got around to visiting, yeah. but I really want to go. Yeah. Cote d'Ivoire, Cote d'Ivoire, Cote d'Ivoire yeah. or the Ivory Coast. But, yes, um, yeah, and so, um, but um, I've pretty much grown up mainly in Australia. So my parents um, returned from the mission field shortly after I was. Uh, was born and so I have spent um, quite a lot of time in Australia both in uh, country Australia so in Tamworth and then into the city Sydney Australia Um, but I think I've always found there was definitely a emphasis on mission in our household a lot Um, we spent a lot of time talking about how we can share the gospel with all nations including our own and so that was something that always intrigued me or always interested me. And I always knew that a big part of our job as Christians um, was the Great Commission. It mm. was to go out and make disciples of all nations, preaching the gospel. Um, that's that's very good. And baptizing them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. And we'll get into that a little bit. I often think, Chris, I feel a bit sorry for you, as in um, <laughs> that that you're our son and, and um we are home staff missionaries, so in reality, we're not really doing the work of an, a normal um, worker overseas. We're doing the the uh, you know the emails and the following up people and caring for people. But but I would probably challenge that and say that I think that mission is not something that is. There is no one way of doing mission, and there is no one way of sharing the gospel. And I think that part of 
mission is just as important as the people who support the missionaries financially, the people who support the missionaries pastorally. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I get you. But what I'm saying is you, you didn't get to experience that third culture kid uh, type thing. Yeah. And, um, and so people have looked at you as a MK, if you like, a missionary kid, where in reality... You're a Sydney boy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so, but but you have uh, explored overseas a little bit. I think mm-hmm. you've done a, a couple of short-term trips yeah. overseas. Where where was one of those? Um, am I allowed to say? Or yeah, yeah. Uh, East, you can say West Asia. Oh yeah, cool. West Asia was. I think yep, that was. I've been <laughs> to West Asia. I also did go to the Solomon Islands. Yeah, Solomon Islands with your so school. That. Yes, I can do that, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, that's uh, a couple of places. I've also been to Europe as well. Yeah, um, on missions. So, did that help you understand your faith? I think so. I think it it uh it reiterated the the point that you know the world does need christ and you know no matter where you are where you go um there are ways in which we can show love and 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 show the love of christ in Mm. in multiple ways and in multiple facets i suppose um and so yeah i think it has definitely helped me it has also reminded me that i am a christian and that my calling no matter where i am is to be a disciple of Christ and also to disciple others to Christ. Yeah, to, yeah. to share that. Yeah, yeah, that, that's really cool. Now, another question, I didn't preempt you with this one, but seeing, um, now you live in Sydney, you live um, in a place where you see lots of cross-cultural workers come and go and come and go and mm-hmm. many of them you've had dinner with mm-hmm. or been with. Is that is that rubbed off a bit or... How has that affected you? Yeah, I think um, I think cross cultural mission. I suppose it's it's an interesting one. I suppose my perspective on it has definitely been influenced by the people I've met through being an MK myself. Um, I suppose what I would say is that yeah, it definitely has shown me that um, there are like everyone is different and everyone is unique mm. and everyone has passions everyone has desires everyone has certain convictions and they're all so different Mm. to the the next christian down the road um so everyone's different has a place in the world in in a place in god's kingdom exactly yeah Yeah. um and so they all have a place and it it has helped me to see the importance of finding my place or finding my mission i suppose and that's been something that and that has been a big part of my journey as a christian just knowing where I'm supposed to be, like what I'm yeah. supposed to do, how am I supposed to be? So um, in many ways, it's challenged you to find your place. Absolutely, yes. And, and that's, a, that's a good challenge. Mm-hmm. Hey, that um, uh, some people don't accept that challenge. Yeah. <laughs> they, just right. ca- they just carry on where they are. Hey, now you go to River's Edge Church, <laughs> as you said. Now, why? <laughs> why do I go to River's Edge? Um, that's a good question. I think a lot of it has been a personal journey for me as a Christian myself, um, just learning what it actually means to believe as well. I think I've had a lot of support from those who were in leadership there. And, you know, I've, I've seen like Christianity done well. I've seen Christianity done in awkward, strange ways. Not so well. Not so well. Um, and yet throughout all of that, I found that my pastors have just been, um, really intentional about 
developing me as a apprentice of Jesus. Um, I like that. And I think that's what has kept me at River's Edge Church. When mm. a lot of people have come and gone, um, I see the the intentions behind uh, what uh, my pastor is yeah. doing. And, and I love my church because of that. that, that that's really good. Um, we, should, we should have mentioned that River's Edge is actually, of course, it's in Sydney. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, what, what suburb is it? It's, New- it's in Newington. It is in Newington. Yeah, yeah, Olympic Park. Olympic Park, around that area. Along the Parramatta River, beautiful place for those listening from... Hence uh, the name River's Edge. ...other places around the world. <laughs> <laughs> it is a really good church. And if you're moving to Sydney, um, going to live in that area, uh, you, you won't go wrong. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, it's a great place, and they've, they've got a good coffee machine. They do. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, no, it really, really is a good place. Now, I, I need some um, wisdom from you, Chris. Uh, I know you like reading books, and uh, Chris is always coming up the stairs at our house and saying, "Oh, I've been reading this book," or "Have you read <laughs> Dallas Willard?" Or, or someone like that. And I, I try and be interested, and uh, but. Can you give us some wisdom from people that have influenced you over the years, whether real people, who are, they are real people writers, but, you know, people you've met mm-hmm. or people you've read? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, I think, um, you know, I've learned a lot from, from the books that I've read. Um, one of the things that has stood out to me um, over the last couple of years is I did have to experience something that people call, I suppose, the dark night of the soul, oh. which is this concept mm-hmm. of... Um, questioning your beliefs it's there's a there's that whole like loaded phrase of deconstructing which i think is a bit ridiculous we won't go into that but it's the idea of like you know i've i've had to question what i believe and come to a new understanding of what that means someone has helped you in that and one of the people who has helped me in that has been um a few people actually um the first person that comes to mind is obviously john mark comer who obviously obviously he um is a great um preacher um, also author who um, really got me into understanding the importance of spiritual formation, which then mm-hmm. pushed me into, I suppose, different authors like Dallas Willard, um, Ignatius. Um, uh, Loyola. Yes. The Jesuit. Yes. Am I allowed to say that? Is yeah, that right? of course yeah. you can. Of course you can. We love the, <laughs> um, the We love them. We love the Jesuits. Um, <laughs> but the, the concept um, that really comes to mind is that the Christian faith isn't based on um, you know, like, what are we being saved from? That's the question. Like, is yeah. it is it eternal damnation from hell? I suppose that's part of it. But I think <laughs> <laughs> the emphasis shouldn't that's be that. Strongly always. put. <laughs> yeah, I think the emphasis shouldn't always be that. I think what we're um, saved from, um, and I suppose the way that Dallas Willard puts it, is that um, repentance or salvation is actually a change of thinking. It's a change of mind, right? Yes. Your perspective shifts from one way of looking at the world to another way of looking at mm-hmm. the world. And the Christian way of looking at the world comes with so much more fulfillment. Um uh, Dallas Willard is a great example of someone who says that um, our uh, the like our intentions are what encourage people to ask questions about Jesus. Okay. It's not about being so, well, perfect. It sounds like something Jesus would say about the heart. Yes, exactly. Pe- people can spot your heart a mile away, exactly, a- and that's what influences people. Yeah. Also, sounds a bike like. Uh, the whole idea that we, we are saved from one kingdom to another and um, and it's it's a better, far better kingdom to live in. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Under, under the lordship of, of Jesus. Yeah, and mm. um, there's a great quote um, by Dallas Willard. It's a long one, so I did write it down. But it okay. says, um, "Give it a read." You may be very sure that if your sincere intent is to glorify God and bless others in your efforts, and you are not motivated by unloving attitudes, you will see the hand of God move with you as you expectantly do your work. Your part is simply to expect it, watch for it, give thanks as you see it, and on the basis of your experience, encourage others to do the same. And I think this really is a maintenance of the heart. It's a deep um, deep um, journey towards understanding your place in the kingdom of God mm. through spiritual formation. So through things like your Sabbath, through things by, through of silence and solitude, prayer, communion with others. Yeah. These are the things that make or set apart a Christian from the rest of the world. And those things come with so many benefits like mm. communion. We have a community of believers that we, we eat and drink. You know, we literally think of the blood of Christ and the body of Christ when we eat and drink. So those things are there. When, once you start to think about it, they're right through scripture. Yeah, exactly. And, and often we miss them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. I think why, it's... Why do we miss them? <laughs> because, yeah, I don't know. That's the question. I think we just... We're we, busy. We're busy. Um, but I think we're also caught up in maybe trying to show people what Christianity is through the wrong lens yeah, yeah, yeah. or in the wrong way. And this through is the what, wrong lens, yeah. 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 And this is what I love about missionaries because, you know, there's, a, there's an emphasis on, you know, cross-cultural mission in a sense in which when you go overseas, you're not bringing your culture, you're joining in with their culture. And bringing the life of Christ. And, and, the, life of Christ. and the practice of of serving Christ. Yeah. Is, yeah. And there's that, um, I don't know who said it. The one other thing I wanted to say was someone said to me once that you have to remember that we aren't bringing Christ to them. Christ is already there. We're just showing them Christ in that place. Okay. Okay. That, that's, that's very deep. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's some books written uh, along that, even that one phrase. That, that's really good. Now, um, I thought I'd read you a scripture, Chris. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Yes. You can tell me what you think. Mm-hmm. What, what's, it, what's it say to you? Matthew 28. I think most of you know this one. All of, Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always to the end of the age. What do you think about that verse, Chris? I love that verse. You love that verse. verse. That's good. (laughs) Um, And this is where I think emphasis is important, right? Because we look at this scripture, and it says, obviously, to go out, correct? Yes. That's that's part of it. But it says, go out, and then it says, and make disciples, correct? Yes. So the emphasis is on making the disciples, right? So what I see when I read this scripture as someone who wants to bring the gospel to um, everyone is that the, the, the key part of that is we are apprentices of Jesus and we're making other people apprentices of Jesus through the way we talk, through what we share. Mm. It's a... It's a, it's, a, it's a journey towards okay. right, something. That, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, that, that's lovely the way you put that. And, and the whole emphasis of um, going to all nations, it's funny through my lens, which is we all have a lens. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, all the nations overseas. But 
if you think about it, back in back in the time of Christ, the nations were right there, mm-hmm. weren't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're not thinking overseas. They're thinking, uh, I don't know, twenty miles, kilometers mm-hmm. down the road. How, how do you how do you relate to that all nations uh, thought? Yeah. Well, I think um, it comes back to you know where you feel like you belong where you can make a difference or you can bring some change yeah. and um obviously through christ it's never us it's christ okay and so i suppose what i'm saying is that um for me i found that here in sydney is somewhere where i feel very much called i suppose at this point in which um i want to be here making disciples um you know of all nations within Marrickville, with all nations within Strathfield, with yep. all nations within Olympic Park. Like it's, it's, I mean, as uh, you probably. Which is s- those who God brings to you. Exactly. In Sydney, which is almost the most multi-ethnic national place in the world. It'd be hard to beat, I think. Yeah. Who knows? But yeah. yeah, I suppose so. And I mean, it, it doesn't, you know, I think each person is called somewhere else and in a different place. And, and that's what we have to find. We have to understand. We have to know. We need to know, well, where does God actually want us to be? But what if God wants you to be right here on your doorstep sometimes? Um, and that's good. And that's good. That's, yep. I mean, that's, that's awesome. Hey, um, right now, now that, that's sorry to catch you, cut you off there, Chris, but I'm just thinking, is there a scripture that, or a bit of advice you want to leave with us? Uh, that, yes. that, that's that's an open. <laughs> um, well, I think this is a probably an interesting scripture, but I think it goes back to this whole idea of spiritual formation. Okay. Right? Um, but um, it says in Psalms chapter one hundred thirty nine, verse eighteen, it says, "When I wake, I am still with Thee. When I wake, I am still with God." Um, our whole life is with God. Everything we yes. do is with God, and so. The journey to, um, I suppose, perfection as Christians and as missionaries, because we are all called to be missionaries, I suppose. Yes, we're all called to go out and We're all called to go out and make disciples. Um, God is with us at all times. God is with us in all of those moments. And so the best way to show others that, God's life, uh, God's uh, the, the best way to show others that salvation is real and salvation is beneficial. Oh, the best, sorry, let me do that again. The best way to show others um, why Christianity is great, yes, is because. Is, wait, is, sorry. Well, let me do that again. Sorry, I know I know what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to do it very quickly. Um, the best way to show others. Um, that we're leaving the outtakes in today. Yes, are we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, shivers. Um, the best way to show <laughs> others that you know we. I'm waiting for this. <laughs> the best way to show others that Christianity really is um, the one true like yes. belief is to show them the benefits and show them your walk with Christ yes. and show them your time spent in his presence, your time spent um, talking with him and speaking with him, because mm. we know that living a life that is like, you know, scripturally based yeah. is going to be more yeah. beneficial. It reminds me of the Sermon of the Mount, on the Mount, you know, blessed are those, mm. happy. Yes. Uh, that, that, you know, living in that other kingdom is actually better 
Yeah. Even though it may not appear better at first, but it is a much better place. Yes. To live. Exactly. And yeah. that's and that's what I think we need to remember. That's what my pastor said to me recently as well. He said, well, instead of emphasizing, well, it's not about emphasis. It's more just showing people that um, the fulfillment that comes from knowing Christ. You yeah. Know, it's not about showing them the fear. I mean, the fear of God is part of it. We all fear God as Christians. Um but we fear God for good reason because He is the King of all. He has power over the Lord of Lords. Yeah, yeah, Lord of Lords. So yeah, emphasizing the the goodness of God, the goodness of the kingdom, mm-hmm. and, and the better way that we're they're made for. Mm-hmm. Hey, thanks for for sharing with with us today, Chris. Um, it's been really awesome, and uh, I've actually learnt a few things, which is great, and uh, it's been been wonderful to have you. That's good pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the REACH podcast. For more information or to contact us, go to wec.com.au. God bless and goodbye.